Agents Podcast. Hey, real estate agents, it's Tristan with Lab Code Agents. And a few years back, we introduced a company to the real estate world called Box Brownie. By this time, I think everyone's heard about Box Brownie and what they do. You use them to edit your pictures and to make floor plans and amazing eye-catching renders and virtual tours. They do everything for your pictures, for your properties, test them out, but they've got something new out and it's called Snap Snap Snap, which you can technically do everything on your phone. Go to boxbrownie.com, check them out. They also have this piece where you can input information and they will give you the marketing remarks for that property that's a beautiful thing does ai copywriting for you do me a favor though because we've got a great sale with them go to boxbrownie.com sign up today with the code lca rocks that's r-o-c-k-s to receive three image enhancements one day to dusk plus twenty dollars off your first project and all customers receive 10 free AI copywriting jobs per month. There you go. Thank you so much. Let's get this started. Laziness and lazy people need not listen to this podcast episode because it doesn't apply to you. And I'm going to I'm going to preface this guest by saying she has a quote on her one sheeter that talks about if she didn't feel good or the kids stayed home from school one day or, you know, all of the excuses why we have not to work are not an excuse to not continue to do the things that you need to do to thrive in this industry. And Sarah, you may not even know this about me, but uh, I actually have recently really been stirring the pot in lab code agents, uh, not intentionally actually, but it's happened and it's actually kind of fueling me because of this very same conversation that uh, the industry is diluted, whether we mm-hmm. want to admit it or not. And it's diluted with a bunch of people selling to very few consumers, which means now there's too many of us being used car salesmen essentially, and our reputation amongst consumers is probably at an all-time low and mm. uh and and that needs to change but that's not why i'm interviewing you today you are an expert in follow-up you own an isa agency which we will talk about and you are going to help our agents who are listening today get a lot better set themselves up for those that have leads that have uh, big big uh, databases uh, to just do a more effective job at converting. So I'm excited to have this conversation because you have a very strong history uh, mm-hmm. with several coaching platforms, with working with with people that have had a lot of success. So Sarah Delancig, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Jeff. That was an amazing introduction, by the way. Best one I've had yet. Thank you. Uh, several hundred, maybe even close to a thousand episodes. I better be decent at it. <laughs> Uh, and I wing these, by the way, just so you know. So let's start here. Uh, you and I were talking off air. In fact, we wasted or we had a wonderful 15 minutes before we started recording of getting to know each other because that's yeah. how it usually works. And so I know a little bit about you, but our audience may not. So tell us about who you are and kind of what led you into this business and what led you to where you are today. Okay. Um, yeah. So I've kind of always been a little bit into real estate. My dad was a land surveyor. Um, I was kind of on the development side of it, owned my own 
um, development company and, you know, like working with the city and getting plans um, submitted to subdivide and stuff like that. That probably is very boring, but I've always been around it. And then um, went to University of Washington, go Huskies, by the way, undefeated right now. All right. And I went to UW to get a degree in psychology. I was going to teach psychology um, as my major, but I never finished the teaching degree. And then I somehow got kind of duped into a job in real estate, no, no lie, selling real estate coaching. Um, and it just, it just clicked with me and I became the top salesperson um, at that real estate coaching company. And I did that for two and a half years and I just loved what I was doing. And eventually I got my license and I didn't, really like selling real estate that much. So I saw that there were so many agents that did not know how to make phone calls. And every time I would join a mastermind, a podcast, a webinar, agents were asking, what do I say when I call? How do I like, what do I, should I text them? Do I leave a voicemail? How often do I call? And I'm just thinking, come on, this is like, this is, this is my wheelhouse. So um, a lot of people at the time, a lot of agents at the time when I created my business, uh, you know, it was a seller's market and a lot of agents didn't even need to really follow up because it was just falling in their lap around 2020, 2021. Mm -hmm. And um, for better or worse, it turned to AI, it turned to outsourcing and it turned to all this stuff that I felt was like not relationship driven. And that's why I created my company because I was like, I can build relationships and I can do this knowing as an agent, what an agent goes through. And how much they pay for leads, what, you know, all of the little things, all the little nuances. And I felt like that was a big factor because most ISA companies do not have that experience and they aren't even in the United States. So they don't really know what's going on. Mm -hmm. True, true. So how long have you been a real estate agent? Uh, I just renewed my license, as a matter of fact. So two, uh, two years and two months. <laughs> so, that's crazy. Uh, that I mean, that's it. You're a, you're a baby. I am. Yeah. I am a baby, but I realized... Um, for the two and a half years that I sold real estate coaching, I picked up all the things, you know, I, I got all the stuff. So I feel like I've really been in it for more like, um, four and a half years. So. Interesting. And what was it that drew you or ended up getting you into the, the, the coaching platform that you were in? Uh, well, it was a, it was an ad that said 60,000 plus commission, which was what, what I was looking for. And, uh, after working there for a couple of days, it was not that, uh, but I was able to utilize my skill set here to make the money I wanted to make and yeah. work the hours I wanted to work, which was most important to me, which was a work-life balance. Yeah. And you were at the one coaching platform the entire couple of years? Uh, yeah. I mean, and then I, I did some other things like, um, you know, I, I interviewed with Tristan and I, and I tried helping out some other coaches, but, um, it was just different. So I ended up doing this instead. Awesome. So, so as it, I mean, as obviously you have the skill set now because you, you wouldn't have started a company, you wouldn't be having success if you didn't have this expertise, regardless of your years in the business. And that doesn't, it shouldn't matter, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, but, but a lot of people do judge. And so I, I want to give this sure. context. Uh, mm -hmm. and then, and so as far as when, you know, you're looking at how your career has gone, which in this case is still very much in infancy and, you know, you have this ISA thing, but you've also, you know, you've had your real estate license, uh, you know, you're, you have a choice. You could just go all in and sell with your skill set. Why don't you do that? 
Um, honestly, it's, it comes back to the work-life balance when I did that, uh, which is what I wanted to do, or I thought I wanted to do, um, you know, the wins were huge, like, Oh, I got buyers under contract. Finally, you know, they were so few and far between with a lot of nights and like, you get home, we take your makeup off. And then the buyer's like, Oh, we got to go see this home right now. And so I just found that it was, it wasn't for me. And I found that what was for me is the daily wins of making the calls that nobody else wanted to make. And I just get jacked up when I can connect a buyer with, you know, with an agent that's ready to go. Like, and the, the, you know, that whole thing is my joy. So I didn't find as much joy in selling real And I knew like everybody always told me, oh, you'd be great at selling real estate. But um, I really love the Seahawks. I'm a huge Seahawks fan. I want to watch the Seahawks games on Sundays. Okay. And I don't want to be <laughs> open houses. So that's kind of where it comes back to, too. I love that honesty, to be honest with you, because the reason why most people get into real estate is because that perception of flexibility and it is the flexibility that probably causes such mediocrity uh, in terms of of actual results, which is another topic for another day. Hmm. So let's talk to the ones who are in it for the long haul, because here we are coming out of, you know, you know, we had 2020 and 21, which you basically just had to have a pulse and you could make a good living at real estate. Yep. Then 22 was kind of a transitional year in real estate and 23 was bad. And for you some know, people, the, yeah. yes. I mean, anybody who says they're thriving is not thriving. Are they probably doing, are they holding serve? Yes. I mean, unless, unless they're really new to the business, here's what I will say. I don't think anybody's beating what they did in 21 and 23. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Um, yeah. Fair. But you're right. Uh, the ones who uh, who have it figured out, and those are the ones that we're talking to. But we're talking to the ones that are looking at those people and saying, "How do they do it?" And and so as we get you know into the to the whole conversation about follow up, where should we start? Coming from you, who now who now runs this agency, where should we start this conversation? Um. Okay. Disclaimer. This might not be what some people want to hear, or it might be exactly what you need to hear. Okay. Um, we have been taught the same exact thing for 20 plus years about how to follow up. It is aggressive. It is manipulative. It is, it is a lot. And right now, what's the third one? What's the third one? Well, I mean, it's aggressive, it's manipulative and it's incessant. Like you're just, you're consistently like, pounding the phones and trying to be vague like you're like are you still you know you click this and are we gonna i don't know i've taken a lot of classes on this like the first thing i did when i got my license is i took some of these classes on follow-up and i was a little shocked now not totally shocked because like i said i sold real estate coaching so i knew there were these very bulldog dial don't leave voicemails you know um, be very vague in your texts all that kind of stuff i knew that was there but my success came from being a real authentic human and I completely crushed the salesy people. Oh, that's the third one is salesy. Okay. Aggressive, manipulative, salesy. Those are the things you don't want to be. And those are kind of the things that we've been taught. It's used car salesman. It's ick. And it's like you were saying, it's really reduced our, you know, our consumer need. sentiment. Well, it's also reduced the consumer sentiment. I mean, they're looking at us like like we're, we're force feeding them our business. 
Right. And that is just like the opposite of how I became the top salesperson at pretty much every job I've ever had. And, you know, I also am highly competitive, but I would go into it and I would be very honest. I would be very forthcoming. I would add value. It's very value driven. It's like, see who I am. Let me see who you are and let's see if we connect and then we can make the right choices together. Right. And not, it's not always the right choice for somebody to buy or sell. Like, and I'm not the person that's going to sit there and manipulate them into doing that because down the road, you're probably going to be looking at a bad relationship and something going south and getting bad reviews. So that's just not me. So my style of follow-up is completely different, which is why I call it like the future follow-up. But, um, I, I saw that video works at a very high level, especially YouTube, YouTube videos that are evergreen about community-based content are just like the absolute key because people can watch you from afar and get to know your character, who you are, get to know, like, and trust you and see if there's a connection. And then they can reach out to you, which you would then have an organic reach, right? Like, so um, my mentor at my brokerage, she's doing this, she's crutching it with YouTube. She gets several sales a month from this kind of strategy where it's constantly posting about the community. And then you become an expert in the community. And if you're sending those videos via text message, then it pops up with a little preview, a thumbnail preview, and it's showing your face like, oh, you know, home buyer tips in Seattle, Washington, right? And Sarah Delancic, the Keep It Realtor, or whatever. And that's where people get to know, like, and trust you. And then they, all of a sudden they're like, oh, I already know Sarah. I already know Jeff. I already trust him. I've seen his videos. So that's kind of where my style of follow-up comes from. I love it. So where do we, where going back to the, where we start is, is, um, I mean, where we, when, when we talk about ISA and we talk about follow-up, you know, you're typically talking to agents who have leads mm -hmm. or have a, a, a large database that they want to stay in touch with. So mm -hmm. what, what does that target agent look like for you? Um, that's a good question. So I, I actually just did a, a agent power huddle this morning, like topic, about all leads are not created equal. <laughs> and um, and I was basically comparing and contrasting uh, Zillow leads to Facebook leads. And um, people thought that the Zillow leads would close at a higher rate, but actually I have closed more Facebook leads. Um, and so I like, face I like warm internet leads, but it's to nurture them over time, right? So I'm not calling them and bulldog dialing them, not leaving a voicemail. I call them as soon as possible. I send them a text message with a nice, like, hey, this is Sarah, uh, you know, with eXp Realty in Seattle. I saw you click this ad um, to get a list of three bedroom homes for sale in Seattle. Just want to make sure you got it okay. Sometimes it goes to spam. Then a little video about, you know, first time home buyer video on YouTube, right? So I, I send that. Then you call them a couple days later and you do the same thing and you leave a voicemail and then you send a text and you send a video. And so that's kind of my style of follow-up and my ideal client will have videos on YouTube that I can help them out with in that process. But also, but also leads, right? I mean, yeah. if, if I call yes. you and say, Hey, I've got a bunch of content, but I don't have a bunch of leads. Yeah. That's nothing. I can't do anything unless there's phone numbers. So I, I don't skip trays. Like I'm not really into expired or physicals. I'm not going to lie. Somebody, one of my clients tried to sneak some in there. 
and you know who you are, but um, <laughs> it didn't work out and we had to delete them. So it's just a lot better if they actually clicked and agreed to give you their contact information and then we can uh, continue to call them from there. Uh, so you compared Zillow to Facebook. What else, what other leads are out there that you've had experience with? Oh, tons of them. Like there's Zbuyer. If you want my honest opinion on these, um, I can, but um, hopefully you can edit if you, if I'm not allowed to say something, <laughs> just say no. 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 Okay. I asked. Uh, okay. Um, Z-Buyer leads are hit or miss. Uh, I find them a little scammy, to be honest with you, because it's actually asking, it's telling, it's sending an email out or something like this. And if whoever owns Z-Buyer wants to tell me if I'm wrong on this, please do. But it says like, hey, you have a cash offer on your home. Hey, Jeff, you have a cash offer on your home. In order to find out what it is, click here and agree to be contacted by any agent that we send this to and sell it to. And they don't really even read all that because who the heck ever reads the thing that says, you know, check the box, go to the next window, right? Get the thing you want. And so they think they have a cash offer on their home. Technically they don't usually, but if you're an agent that actually is going to offer them cash for their home, then I'm cool with that. So that's one thing. Z-Buyer can work in that case and I'm cool with it. But if you're not doing that, then I'm I'm not really cool with it. IDX websites are really, um, really good. Google local service ads. I don't know if they even call it that anymore. Google LSA. Um, those are better than Google pay-per-click. Uh, it just depends on your authority and your market because if, if you have a whole bunch of reviews and a whole lot of stuff on Google, then you're going to be higher up here than the brand new agent like me. That's like, well, not brand new, but you know what I mean? You're going to be mm -hmm. down here on this list, right? So it's a little different. Got it. Got it. Uh, what else is there? Uh, do you lump the Z, the Zillows with the realtor.com and all those? Yeah. Types of I have a whole list. Okay. So it goes, um, it goes, yeah. Zillow flex or premier flex. Right. Cause I think those are the most expensive. Then it goes realtor.com. Then it goes, I think it's like a sphere of influence referral. Oh, organic reach. I just did this this morning. Then it's like IDX websites. Um, and I can't remember the rest of them because they're all like smaller. I like, you know, anything, um, oh, social media online, like running mm -hmm. ads on social media, like all the things behind you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. those, those are my favorite as weird as that is, but those are my favorite. And, yeah. um, the rest of it is kind of like, you know, oh, like I don't really do cold calls. I'm not circle prospecting. I find you're paying way too much money for phone numbers and, and for an ISA to do that, to not get a whole lot, but I can be proven wrong. So. I don't know. Got it. We'll see. <laughs> when, when you're talking about uh, social media leads, you know, that can, you know, the difference I think with social versus the other lead platforms is there's pretty much one way those lead platforms are aggregating and, and, and getting leads. Whereas on social, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. It's like, you know, send me for a list of foreclosures or click on mm -hmm. this, or here's, you know, check out this new listing. Or uh, is there any specific strategy that you find has produced the best leads? Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to give some love to my favorite lead gen tool right now, uh, lead gen source, Street Text. Okay. Street Text is, uh, is, well, first of all, they're an amazing company and they really care and they put a lot of hard work into it and they have the algorithms for Facebook down. So um, they actually have an ad that's called the what's your home worth ad, or at least that's what I call it. What's your home worth. So you're scrolling one night on Facebook and all of a sudden you see what's your home worth, like click here, enter your address, get your home's value. So these are a little bit more of a slow burn, kind of like a pot roast, you know, they like you need all the juices to sink in to get it tonight and fall apart. Right. But once it does, 
And if you follow up more than once, like don't be in the 92% that does not call a second time, right? If you follow up more than once, create video content, send them all that stuff over a period of time. You're looking at a closing around eight months. Hmm. Wow. You really got it nailed down, huh? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I mean, when I started this company, right, I was getting like eight closings a month for certain agents that were doing these strategies. And it could be right then, but like we're in a different time now, you know, like now you have to really put the effort in and make sure you're talking directly to your market too. Mm -hmm. What is the, uh, what is the conversion percentage? My conversion percentage is up in the higher than the 10, it's like in the 10 to 20 range. Um, but as I mentioned to you offline, right, lazy agent syndrome is a little bit of a real thing. And um, you know, some agents that I work with, they would rather not go to an in-person listing. I don't work with them anymore. They would rather send an email or so they told me for some reason. So, you know, they're not going to convert. So to I do, learned to do lessons. what to, they would rather not go to a, what an in-person listing appointment to give a listing presentation. They wanted to send it via email and they thought they were actually going to get it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, that they um, deserve <laughs> they deserve what they got. I mean, that's 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 not rocket science. That's that's right. Uh, I don't know if that's lazy or retired. I'm not sure, but one or the other. Yeah. But for for an example of my okay, so I have one client I called for a year for her. Oh, um, 450 leads for the whole year. She had 55 appointments. I believe she closed almost every single one of those. She wow. she closed like 250 a year. So wow. Yeah. So when you said 10 to 20, it's 10 to 20 percent. So if I give you a hundred leads. Mm -hmm. I can look at 10 to 20 listing appointments. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. Um, awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, and, and that's, that's, I don't, even, I don't even know where to go with that other than to say that to me, and I, and I preach this a lot because I preach, you know, again, I teach social and coach social. And, and one of the things I'm constantly telling agents is, you know, even here we are, I, I started doing this seven years ago and I was saying back then video is the future. Right. And then it was like quickly at, thereafter, a couple of years later, it's like videos now, like you better start embracing this. And now here mm -hmm. we are in 20, almost 2024. And I'm still telling people how much opportunity there is. And in, and, and the thing is, is like, I, I don't know how people look at that. I don't know if they're now starting to look at it and say, well, shit, you know, there's continues to be opportunity, which means nobody's embracing it, which is not true. Mm -hmm. uh, the the way I articulate it is that, you know, listen, as we head into the future, which I want to talk about, your shit's changing. Let's just put mm -hmm. it this way, right? And and attention is the number one asset. And this totally ties into what you say. Uh, and it's not around who can vomit the most just listed, just sold under contracts. It's about, hey, here's the best place to go have breakfast with Santa. Here's where you can get pictures with Santa. Here's the best places to go look at Christmas lights, right? Mm -hmm. It's becoming the community aggregator. And, mm -hmm. and, and yet still to this day, so few are doing it effectively, but the ones that figure this out, embrace it, own it, stick with it for two to three years, mm -hmm. they are going to have, they're going to be stealing your business. The ones Absolutely. who get the attention are going to be stealing the business from the ones that aren't. And it doesn't mean you're going to be out of business, but you're going to have less business and you're going to find yourself getting pissed off because a client that's worked with you 10 different times is going to say, oh, yeah, I actually am working with so-and-so now because you know what? I just kind of like them. I've been watching them on social and whatever. Exactly. Um, so as you you mentioned the the comment about uh, how you how you that agent 
who was lazy and and wanted to do a listing presentation via email. And you know, the first thing that pops in my mind is like, this is the opportunity. And so if you're if if we're talking to an audience here who's listening to this and maybe it's an agent like that just isn't a big lead person. Um or, you know, they're struggling. It's been a tough year. They're trying to figure out where they should go, what they should do in 2024. What's advice you would give to that agent who, let's just say they've been in the business for, you know, a number of years, 10 to 15, 20 years, and they've been moderately successful and they've made a good career out of it. Uh, but they're, you know, they're trying to figure out their identity because they're noticing that things are changing and mm -hmm. they're not sure what to do with it. What would you be your advice to that agent? My advice to that agent would be to step into your power, okay? 10 to 12 years of experience in real estate is huge because when I came into it, I was, I'm a very confident person, but I was intimidated because I did not have 10 to 12 years of experience. If you have that, your videos should be fire. You should be able to do even more because now you have this platform to say, hey, I'm the best. I know this market better than anyone. I've been here 10 to 12 years. Don't listen to that other person over there. Don't listen to that person over there. Like I'm here and I know that these are the hidden gems in Seattle, Washington. These are the places that, you know, you can find or that these are the things that I've learned. What have I learned um, from my 10 to 12 years of experience in real estate? Like, first of all, real estate is fascinating. They have so many shows on it, which I don't watch, but I don't know if they're accurate or not. <laughs> So, but there is, a, there are a lot of people that are fascinated by real estate. The people that succeed are consistent. So if you've already got 10 to 12 years, are you going to throw that away because you're afraid of a little video? You're going to look exactly the same way, whether you show up in person or make a video. Like, so if you're afraid of the way you look, first of all, there's no excuse for that because I, you know, well, today I have makeup on, but normally I don't. And I have a filter that makes it look beautiful regardless and so I'm just saying you just, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be worried and you're going to look how you look when you show up plus a video works for you 24 7 365 so uh an employee can't do that your assistant can't do that your husband you can't even do that nobody else can work for you 24 7 365 are you kidding me like it's huge and I have seen agents walk out of real estate events it might have been even yours when we were talking about earlier i've seen them walk get up and walk out because they were told that they need to use video and it is the future and the crms need to catch up i'm sorry if you follow up boss what i'm saying but you need to catch up because yeah. we need to be able to send these video texts through our crm and our dialer and i've been trying to tell them that for about a year now so yeah no i mean it's it's all it's this is not necessarily new and some of it's going to be, you know, driving it home for them. But I mean, I think in this particular case, it's interesting, uh, which is really fascinating. And ironically, I was at a workshop yesterday with a, uh, with a recruiting coach and I would consider this guy like 180 degrees different than me. Now I actually know this guy, but very traditional. And when you think of recruiters and I, I said this in the room yesterday, I'm like, when I think of recruiters, I think of uh, garbage. I think of used car sales. I think of annoying. Oh, yeah. I right, think of right. the same can pitches, right? On LinkedIn. And it was really fascinating because he did a three-hour workshop and half of that workshop was the importance of social media and the importance of, of, of having an authentic brand and mm -hmm. uh, how he has evolved and he's posting like five to 15 times a day, a day. Mm -hmm. Oh and, and it's like, this is a traditional dude who's, who's realizing this. And I'm of course, like in my head, standing ovation the whole time. Uh, but you know, it's like, 
I don't know. I, I don't even know how to even, if I even care at this point, right? It's like, I think I'm taught, and what I mean by that is, I'm not going to try to convince you if you still don't believe. And yeah, so yeah. if you don't want to listen and you want to walk out of the room, don't let the door hit you. Like, see, right. see ya. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, that's, that's, you're not, you're not affecting me. Actually, you're just making it less Helping. competition. So thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so again, I want to go back to the, I want to go back to what you do, uh, which, which you, which you obviously do well. Now you talked a little bit about the lead aggregators. You talked about your, your style, what you prefer. You want the agent who's got the video, um, and you talked about your conversion, but let's talk about the actual follow-up process. So okay. if yeah. the agent themselves, who's listening to this, I want them to take something from this to say, I don't plan on hiring an ISA company, but I want to learn from you. And so mm-hmm. what is the proper cadence? What is the right type of follow-up? Tell me, what should I be doing, Sarah? Okay. Um, so if you are reaching out to very old leads, like let's say 2021, 2022, right? And you haven't called them, but maybe they're on a drip campaign. It's a once a month cadence, all right? It's a once a month call and text with a video, okay, included. If you are stubborn and you don't want to make, send a video text, then you can try like buyer's guide, seller's guide, digital content. It just needs to be something, right? Um, so old leads are pretty simple. You're just doing it once every four weeks or once a month, okay? Uh, new and it's, a, brand, it's a text with a video. Uh, a call and a text with a video, yes. Exactly. And what's what's the cadence on the two? Um, I call. I leave a custom voicemail. Hey, Jeff, this is Sarah with the blah, blah, blah team and blah, blah, blah. I saw about, this is going to sound strange, but I saw like, you know, a couple of years ago, you wanted to know how much your home was worth. I um, just want to check in with you, see if that's still the home that you're living in. And if you're thinking of selling, if you'd like an updated estimate, give me a call or text back and let me know. And then the same thing is in the text pretty much. It's like, Back in 2021, you requested an estimate for your Toledo home, you know, on 123 Street, right? Um, Same thing. So then at the bottom, it would have like thinking of selling and it would have a video about it. For example, that's one that I send out today. And and what day is the call and what day is the text? Same day? Same day, back to back. Like if I get them on the phone, no need to send a text, right? They're going to tell me what's up, right? Got it. So, Mm -hmm. but but what is, what is the, what is the statistics on getting them on the phone? Oh, that's tiny. We're talking like 10% or less, yeah. uh, depending on the, now certain areas. Like I have little, little trick cheat sheets. So like, if you're calling like retired community, like second mortgage home area, um, then you want to call pretty much earlier in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're looking like eight to 12, right? Yep. Um, if you are calling like a hipper, you know, urban area younger, you're going to call later in the day, right? You're getting, mm-hmm. but keep within the 8 a.m. to like, I think 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. is like where you want to stick to. Um, just so you know, agents work all hours. So it's better to call at all than wait for the perfect time. I'll, yeah. I, I just want to preface that, okay? You need to call at least something, right? So don't say, oh, well, she said I ought to call it this time, so I'm not doing it because I'm busy. Don't do that. So, um, and then the other times that you call, you know, it's just it really just depends on your area, but most of the people pick up after 2 p.m., to be honest with you. So, and the same applies to social posting, by the way, don't mm-hmm. believe anything you say about the right time to post. It's, it doesn't matter. Posting something's better than posting nothing. Uh, so when it comes to, you do call, 
Very few are answering. Duh, I don't answer my phone. And I think most humans are starting to just more and more go that way. And then number, and then you immediately follow with a text and then you don't mm-hmm. hit them again till that next month. Yeah. Yeah. Got Four it. weeks. And Four that's weeks an old, that's an old lead. Very old. Yeah. Got it's it. got to be like over six, at least like a year, you know, okay. that's kind of what we do. Um, And then brand new leads depends on what they are. If it's a Zillow lead, they need to be contacted within five minutes. Like they need to be contacted some in some markets within seconds. Okay. It, it really is. One of my clients has this down to a science and he's like, if you don't get to it within seconds, you're, you're out of the picture. Right. Um, so those people need the aggressive style of follow-up that you will hear by most people out there. If you were to Google, how to, how should a real estate agent follow up? You're going to find plenty of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's very aggressive and you can pay for it. And I have, and it's usually like bulldog dial. Don't leave a message, send a text message, um, that says, you know, is this Jeff dash Sarah? So they know who you are kind of thing. And then call them again later. So three calls, three, you know, three calls for three days, three call, three texts for three days, that kind of thing. And you go there. Um, so that's kind of how, but I don't really handle those very often. I'm way more in this space of like the warm, you know, internet lead, just scrolling through Facebook. And I call them within 24 hours because if they got a call immediately, it's a little weird. Like, Hey, I was just on Facebook and all of a sudden that's, that's pretty aggressive Yes, you might find people that are like, oh, thanks, but that's very rare. Most people are going to be like, whoa, why'd you just, why'd you just call me within a minute of me clicking submit on that? That's kind of creepy, you know? So I kind of wait and I give it like a 24 business hour. And then I call again in like two, two to three days. Then I call again in a week. And whenever, every time I say I call, I send a text unless I talk to them, which is a whole different story. And then you got to gauge their level and blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. So, um, and then three weeks, then four weeks, every four weeks. And then it's from there. That's how it goes. Mm, okay. So what was the total touch on that in the first month? Ooh, okay. Um, let's see. So we call and text right away. Then we call two or three days later, call and text then, then uh, a week later, then two weeks later, then three weeks later, then four weeks. So that's six times, but six times within, I would say, what is that? Like a month and a half? I don't know. My math isn't going to do okay. this justice. Okay. Yep. Nope. I'm just, but, I'm just curious. I think, I think every agent can, can use this to know what they need to be doing if they choose to do it on their own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reality is if you just follow up and call somebody more than once, you're already winning. <laughs> You're already ahead of 92% of agents out there, right? Um, And you'd be surprised because if you really looked at the conversion, it does not happen until six plus contact attempts. And I don't mean emails. Emails are not counting as a contact attempt. So just, you gotta, you gotta stick with it, be consistent. Those are the things that it takes to convert. And then sending um, non-threatening videos about yourself is how they're going to really start to be like, Hey, and they'll eventually they call you back. And they're like, hi, Sarah. And these, are, and these are YouTube links typically? Yes. I, I love YouTube. I mean, there are things like bomb bomb out there yeah. that you can use, but it's very like non-threatening. Anybody feels comfortable opening a YouTube link right in their phone, especially if you have an iPhone. Yeah. I don't know 
what it's like if you don't have an iPhone, but if you have an iPhone, there's a thumbnail preview, it pops up, it shows you who it is, and you can watch it right from your phone without opening the app and all that stuff, right? Uh, the answer is if you don't own an iPhone and you own an Android, you're basically an alien um, because <sighs> Telling you. everybody oh, knows the joke. If you're an iPhone user, you're like a snob and you know Android users are very defensive about it. And I love you all. I'm just teasing you. Um, I, I want <laughs> you thought that was a little aggressive, huh? Um, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm my, 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 I say that I recently hired, she has an Android. She's sitting right next to me. So <laughs> <laughs> alien, you have an alien sitting next to you. He called you an idea. alien. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I do want to add something to that is that, uh, one other thing that is, is, I don't know if you talk to, to people about this, but the, the, one of the most underrated, um, things that is happening when you're also when you're executing when you're executing on social it works very complementary with traditional prospecting and mm -hmm. the the way i articulate this to people is is you know how when you're sitting at the kitchen table and you're telling i'm talking to you sarah you're talking to your husband about the purse that you want for christmas and then when you open up your web browser an hour or two later what pops up on your web browser right the and, person, yeah. yes and so when you are doing prospecting you're making these phone calls or you're door knocking or you're doing the things and the phone is listening mm -hmm. and now ironically if you're consistently posting and the phone's been listening and they open up facebook or instagram and i'm like wait a minute that's the same person that i got the voicemail from and there's this this subliminal game now that's going on in their head yeah and mm -hmm. retargeting it's, uh, exactly mm -hmm. and it's retargeting without paying anything this is organic right. retargeting it's free yes why are we not you why yes. why aren't why isn't everybody using it why aren't the crms doing it i don't know but there you have it well and and honestly it's it's uh this is why i advocate for everything that you're saying it's like just be the community advocate because then Again, these are probably eight month nurtures on the low end. I mean, you said that's it's, it's average nowadays, which is, I mean, honestly, a lead sometimes is a year, two years. Mm -hmm. But if you have a consistent social strategy, you don't have to be annoying and slimy. You're just going to automatically show up. And mm -hmm. if you put out content that's relevant to them, they're actually going to engage it. And before you know it, you become a celebrity in their eyes. And mm -hmm. it's like a no brainer. And you haven't even ever, ever had a conversation with them. Like, they're just going to look at you and say, I want to do business with you because I've gotten to know you and I don't even know you. It's true. Incredible. It is. So that's kind of the future in a, in a way, uh, but it's also the now. There is a future. You mentioned AI. Uh, have you uh -huh. heard, have you messed around with the bots now that are, yes. are doing dialing? Have you, have, have you seen that? Have you heard it? And mm -hmm. what does the future look like to you? So I'd like kind of, that's two questions, basically. What's, what's your opinion on that stuff? Um, uh, my opinion is that nothing replaces the real thing. What is that? Like a Pepsi ad? Did I just age myself? Okay. But maybe it was, a anyways, look, <laughs> yes, I have heard it. Um, I've been reached out to on LinkedIn about AI. I've seen a former business coach of mine start his own AI ISA company. Um, so I have seen it and I don't, I don't know, like, yeah, it sounds legit. It sounds okay, but nothing's going to replace real authentic like caring about people and, and like, that's where I think my success comes from. It's because when somebody says, Oh, you know what? Thanks for calling. I'm actually getting married this weekend. I legitimately like, Oh my gosh, this thing's incredible. Congratulations. You know? And like, I react properly. I'm not just looking for a sale. I'm not like, Oh, okay, no problem. I'll call you later. You know, the, there's a big difference between those. So 
AI probably can put that in there, but will it actually have the same effect? I don't know. That remains to be seen, but I do know that I'm a huge advocate for being the human element and bringing the human element back into real estate. Cause I do feel like this industry, which is a whole nother conversation we could absolutely have is, you know, it's, it's gotten away from that for better or for worse. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, where do you think it's going? Um, that's a good question. I think that look, shiny object syndrome is also like, if you've, I know I haven't been in real estate very long, but I hope that I have shown that I have some wisdom in this area, <laughs> but real estate agents, you guys like to throw money at the wall and see what sticks. And I'm, I'm concerned because I do think that rather than pick up the phone yourselves, when you could save yourselves thousands of dollars and make a couple, you know, 20 calls a day, um, you don't want to do it. So you go try another thing, try another thing, try, try another thing. So I'm hoping that people, the future is people listening and getting over the fear of follow-up, getting over the fear of the phone and having a mindset that is like, yes, I want to make these calls. Yes, this is where my business comes from. Yes, this is what's going to make me stand out and get over the hump where other agents have failed. So mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a, a, a massive, I mean, you know, I, I, as you said that, like, uh, is, is it a fad? Is it a shiny object? I think, I think agents have been saying that about social now for a number of years, hoping that it was going to be a fad. Um, but I hate to tell them that it's not. And not it's here to no. stay. Yeah. And in fact, you kind of, you know, you, you even kind of drove it home by saying your, your most success is even coming from those leads, which I think, you know, as an industry I don't think as many people have had a lot of success with it. I think the the barrier to entry, meaning that just anyone can go run ads, means mm-hmm. a lot of people have tried it. And if you don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing and you're not doing maybe, you you know, you're not connecting them with your website and you have all this different, you know, all these different things going on behind the scenes, it's just not going to work as effectively. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's, I, I think there's that. Um, so when when we talk about AI, I'm assuming that you would agree with something that I say, which is that I I, I don't think it's a fad. Um, it's definitely not a fad. AI is here to stay. Mm-hmm. What I do what I do think is a fad is humans trying to find anything possible to replace themselves and make life easier. That has been proven to never have much staying power. And I think mm-hmm. as as it relates to AI, and there are AI platforms, and I've actually heard a call. Uh, which I could spot it. I don't know if the average consumer could, uh, and that's only going to get better. But I think the more we live in an AI world, both in social, I'm meeting my videographer tomorrow to shoot avatar videos just for fun. Um, I totally believe in myself, but I want to do it because I want to just be on the forefront. I want to test it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that we are going to become hipper and hipper and hipper to it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to spot it. So whether it's an ISA, whether it's an avatar of yourself on social, whether it's, you know, God, a voice, a voice copycat, all of the yeah. things, uh, I got to believe that we're going to start to recognize this. But then there's the other side of me that says, well, AI is going to get smarter too. That's what I was thinking too. I, I mean, I'm I'm referring, like, I hope the AI phone calls, I, I mean, that's what 
Now, then again, I'm like, if I can run a whole business off AI phone calls, maybe that makes sense. But I don't know. I just don't know. Like, I don't know that it, you can teach that, you know? So I'm cool with like chat GPT and asking it how to, you know, yeah, put your listing same. description yeah. in there and all that stuff. But yeah, I am concerned about it getting smarter. And like, I wouldn't like if, if somebody listened to this and couldn't tell if I was really here or if you were really there, that's, yeah. that's disturbing to me. Yeah. I'm a little worried yeah. about that. Well, I, I, I guess my, the thing I'm thinking about that is, is that the fact that we as humans aren't answering our phones as much anymore, and that's only going to continue to get worse. You know, uh, uh, a bot, AI is not going to serve any, any purpose light. And then that's where the agent who follows up with the text that has the YouTube channel and AI is not going to be able to, at least that I can force shadow. Like it, it can do a talking head video, but it mm -hmm. can't do a walking around a restaurant video. It can't yeah. do a one-on-one -on -one video with the owner of a local business, right? Yeah. It can't do a video driving down the street, taking video of Christmas lights yet uh, that I know of. And, yeah. <laughs> and so, and I think that's where the rubber is going to meet the road. I'll tell you what, I'm all in on being human. I believe even with scripting, I use chat GPT for ideas. I use it for baseline stuff, but ultimately mm -hmm. I put in my own human touch on everything. Absolutely. I think AI scripts have become way too professional. I have VAs that use it for captions. I'm like, Oh my God, I can tell that was chat GPT. Like, oh, yeah. let's totally. tweak it here. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, it's interesting. All right. So what, what would be your, uh, what, what are some parting thoughts that you would have for our audience on, on just the whole concept of follow-up and ISAs and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. One of the things um, I would recommend is like, if you're, you know, have a local phone number. So if you, you are calling from your cell phone, which you probably shouldn't be doing, you should be doing it through a CRM with a dialer. But if you are, um, make sure that your phone, number, your area code matches the area code of your market, because that's pretty important. I have got way better pickup rates when that matches. The other thing I will say about, there are a lot of people out there that say that the um, internet leads don't work because of the things that you said earlier, I've been to a lot of real estate events. I've spoken at real estate events and there are people that get on stage and completely contradict uh, a lot of things, but they'll say, oh, you know, internet leads, they only close at 1%. Yeah. Maybe if you take it as a whole, because 92% of the agents don't even freaking call. So yeah, that might be the case, but think if you could be one of those 8% that actually makes the phone calls, um, then you're looking at most of the business. So go out there, get it. This is what I will tell you. Don't be afraid of it. Be yourself. Don't try to be salesy. And when you make videos, um, be yourself as well. You will get, it will get easier. Um, my first video was a 60 second video on how to make bacon in an oven. And it was in black and white and it got 5,000 views. <laughs> Why well, was it in black and white? Cause I didn't like being on video. Now I do it every day. Look, I'm on Zoom every day. That's like, funny. That's funny. That's so so let me ask you, what's the best way for our audience to connect with you? Yeah, so that's a good question because my name is a little weird to spell. It's Sarah, S-A-R-A, and then my last name is Delancig, D-E-L-A-N-S-I-G. And you can find me on Facebook, on social, on Insta, all the places, uh, LinkedIn, wherever, YouTube, all that. The name of my company is the Inside Sales Agency. We are very boutique. Um, we are very selective. We don't work with lazy agents, so I will just put that out there. Uh, so if you book a call with me, I don't call expired, fizzbos, any of that stuff, no cold calling here. So 
Just letting you know. <laughs> Got it. I love it. And for those of you that waited around this entire time, I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna change your life. Uh, it was Burger King that said, "Ain't nothing like the real thing," and it was Coke that said, "It's the real thing." So <laughs> now you're smarter, and your life is complete. I actually appreciate that. Thank you. I feel much better now. <laughs> I had to go Google it. I'm sorry. I was gonna Google it. <laughs> I love it. Sarah, thank you for being a guest. It was great to connect with you. And uh, we look forward to uh, sharing this with our audience. Likewise. Thank you. Hey, real estate agents. It's Tristan with Lab Code Agents. And a few years back, we introduced a company to the real estate world called box brownie by this time i think everyone's heard about box brownie and what they do you use them to edit your pictures and to make floor plans and amazing eye-catching renders and virtual tours they do everything for your pictures for your properties test them out but they've got something new out and it's called snap 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 which you can technically do everything on your phone go to boxbrownie.com check them out they also have this piece where you can input information and they will give you the marketing remarks for that property. That's a beautiful thing. Does AI copywriting for you. Do me a favor though, because we've got a great sale with them. Go to boxbrownie.com. Sign up today with the code LCA rocks. That's R O C K S to receive three image enhancements, one day to dusk, plus $20 off your first project and all customers receive 10 free AI copywriting jobs per month. There you go. Thank you so much. Let's get this started. Lab Coat Agents Podcast.